It is Wednesday, September 27th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. The Jets sign a veteran quarterback. And the Brewers win the Central. Here comes the Vegas Troop. This is Straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Jets signed Trevor Simeon, but Robert Sala insists Zach Wilson still the one. The Brewers lose, but still clinch the NL Central. And Bill Belichick making chess moves. What is the Vegas lead here, Scott? Let's talk about the Jets adding to their quarterback room. We'll also touch on some NFL injury news as we gear up for week number four, which kicks off with Thursday night football. The Lions and the Packers and the Packers getting healthy at a pretty good time. But first, let's talk about the Jets adding to their quarterback room. They signed the veteran QB yesterday. No, not Carson Wentz. No. No, not Nick Foles. Philip Rivers? No, 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 no. Matt Ryan. No, no, no. None of those guys. Joe Namath. <laughs> you do better. The, the Jets signed Trevor Simeon to join their quarterback room. Okay, so clearly they said we need another quarterback, but we want Zach to feel like we still care about him. Let's get a quarterback that's not threatening to anybody. Mm-hmm. Trevor Simeon. Yeah, he was Good with, call. He was with the Bengals, released in the preseason, which is interesting because, uh, you know, the Bengals quarterback situation was kind of in flux. Seriously. And they were like, hey, you know what? If Burrow can't go, we're good with Jake Browning. Our quarterback's got one leg. Eh, we'll see. Yeah, we, we don't need Trevor Simeon. Uh, so now the quarterback room will be Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, and Trevor Simeon. So Simeon is on the practice squad. And Robert Sala says he gives the Jets a, a quarterback with starting experience if they need to make that decision. Well, and what it really does is it takes the Jets from two shitty quarterbacks to three shitty quarterbacks. <laughs> so that's a sometimes it's a numbers game. You if if you don't have quantity or you don't have quality, you just beat them with numbers, and that's the uh, that's the Jets' mo right now. You know what's hilarious is how much better off the Jets would be right now if Sam Darnold was their quarterback. Oh my, yeah. Like think about the. Like, if they just said, we're going to give this kid time to develop, and then eventually he'll be our guy, instead of just shipping him out the door yeah. and going and drafting a quarterback at number two. But Zach Wilson, hey, we got Zach Wilson. But think about you it. You understand why, though. Like, you, they realized yeah, Sam I mean, Darnold's no it. good. It's it, just but, the guy but, they liked better, or, or the new guy that they liked, was even worse. But Sam Darnold would make the Jets much better right now. No doubt. Much better. Uh, well, then again, he wouldn't have Kyle Shanahan coaching him, but still, he would make the Jets much better right now. Uh, I just look at the options that they had out there. I would have rather had Carson Wentz. I, I would have rather had yeah, Chad Henney. I would have yeah. rather had Chad Henney. At least he was in, you know, the, the Chiefs system for the past several years. I'm sure he picked up something from Mahomes. He's doing subway commercials. He picked up a subway commercial from Mahomes. What he picked up, he ain't trying to work. <laughs> oh, I'm a real like Chad. Uh, I, I think that he would have been better for the Jets. I mean, I just, if Trevor Simeon has to start a game for the Jets, they're drafting Caleb Williams next year. Isn't that the goal? Well, maybe that's the plan now. Right, listen, what, what what's the hope for this year? Even if That he, Aaron Rodgers miraculously comes back. In week 13. 
okay, when the when the Jets are now three and ten, yeah. what, what what good does that do? I, I think this is the reality. Like with the with Rodgers went the season, so unless your goal is to like have the most wins we possibly can, build the culture, go you know seven and ten if we mm-hmm. can, which shouldn't be the goal, then just be terrible. Be yeah. as bad as you can be. Get the best draft pick you can get. Well, then why don't we say, hey, Quinn and Williams, Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, sit out the year. We'll pay you. Sit out the whole year. Let's go one in, you know, 15, 16. Uh, they'll run a running back into the ground. They're, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't much matter. But everybody else, yeah, go ahead and take a seat. We don't want anybody getting hurt. We're going to save a year of your career, and we'll have Caleb Williams next year. Although, I mean, presumably you've got Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers next year. Yeah. So, uh, but if you don't have Caleb Williams, you at least have the asset. You have a, yeah. a high-end draft pick that you can use on something or, or, or trade or do something with. The worst thing you can do is be mediocre this season. This, this feels almost like when Peyton Manning hurt his neck. And the Colts suck for luck. Yeah, I mean, could they have probably been better than they were? I would, I would say yes. And Peyton Manning certainly had something left in the tank. He sure <laughs> he went to a couple of Super Bowls. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, I mean, it was it was the right move for the Colts to just not be competitive that season. Yeah, because it, it, their long term franchise. Really, health. I think it blew, I think it ended the Colts as a competitive franchise. I don't think they've been the same since. They won I agree. Two games. How much they've more? Gone through five coaches, eight quarterbacks, and. No identity. I feel like that's not a good decision just to be as bad as possible. Well, do you think that the Andrew Luck era was – I mean, I, I think that the Andrew Luck era would have, was more successful than they would have been had they gone 7-10 and 10 and tried to bring Peyton back the next year. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to go down that rabbit hole. But if you think about it, like in two of the, the next three years, the Broncos went to the Super Bowl. I mean, I understand yeah. they had a Super Bowl team, but Peyton they won, won the MVP in 2013. It's one of the great statistical seasons yeah. ever. He obviously had something left. Like he's yeah, clearly he had something left, and and maybe the Colts would have been that competitive team, but they decide you had a once in a generation type player, and there was an opportunity to get him, and that's exactly what they did. I don't is Caleb Williams the once in a generation type player? I don't know, or is he another one of these guys that is going to be a, a stud in college, but not an NFL quarterback? I don't know. I feel like they don't want to win games this year. The I, Jets? Yes, I agree with the general feel and direction of this team, but I feel like the reason they don't want Kirk Cousins or Kyler Murray or one of these big splashes is because right now they can say, well, it didn't work with Zach Wilson. They bring in another quarterback like Kirk Cousins and it doesn't work, then Robert Sala looks really bad. So I feel like it's it's the chicken move. Point. It's a it's a I don't know, I mean he used to be the coordinator for the 49ers, but it feels amateurish that they're not trying to win this year more. I think they should. Well, I don't I don't agree with the decision making, but I think you're right, AJ. That's what they're doing. But that's also what they're maybe the realization that, hey, once Aaron Rodgers got hurt, it means that we keep our first-round pick. Right. So let's actually let's suck make, let's make something and out of get a pick. good first-round pick. Exactly. I don't think they should, but that's what, it seems like that's what they're doing. Yeah, and, and it maybe, hey, so if that's what they're doing, maybe they should uh, take this Colin Kaepernick letter to heart and, and bring him into the practice <laughs> yeah. squad. Guys what do you think their current, current expectation, current win total is, the New York Jets? Five and a half. I was going to say six and a half. A little under six and a half. Six, six and a half under minus 140. Yeah. Sounds about right. I mean, it, it was nine and a half not too long ago. Even after Rodgers went down, it was eight because they won the game. Hmm. So what's amazing is, like, the, this, is, this could still be the Jets team that won seven games last year. Right. Why are they worse? RJ asked this question yeah, on Monday. Why, why are they why? worse? Why are they worse than they were last year? This is the same team that actually got better because of, you know, more rookies and other players that are healthy now 
Why aren't why isn't this team the seven win team from last year? And Zach Wilson started the majority of those games. Yes, you had the the four, had a win record last year. You had the four Mike White games or whatever, but and a couple of Flacco games at the beginning. But Wilson won five out of his nine starts. Yeah, I mean it could be that Zach Wilson didn't get. He didn't get off-season reps. He didn't get preseason reps. He wasn't a. Uh, he he was projected as a backup, and he got backup reps. Know, AJ, that was the most pathetic-looking offense I've ever seen in a football game. It's pretty bad. Last well, week. Oh, here's the other thing. Nathaniel Hackett is the coach now. That's true. He's calling. Yeah, the like players. there's something to that. I, I, I'm telling. Maybe you, that guy just sucks. I, I think there's a really high possibility <laughs> that he does, or that he he only works with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Like. It's funny when you said that, like, after week one, it was like, well, the, the playbook was built for Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah, Nathaniel Hackett is built for Aaron Rodgers. That's like his – that's what he is, is he's Aaron Rodgers' personal assistant. Well, if that's uh, the case – His favorite coach of all time. Yeah. If that's the case, honestly, then, like, Tim Boyle should be starting. Probably because, so. Because at least Boyle was in Green Bay with Hackett and is, like – the reason why the Jets signed Tim Boyle is because he – knows the Hackett offense, and he's a good compliment to have in that quarterback room to bounce things off of Aaron Rodgers because, like, they, they were together in Green Bay. The difference is you don't have an investment in Tim Boyle. You use the second pick in the draft on Zach Wilson. You have to exhaust every possibility that he could be even serviceable before you throw him in the trash. I mean, I don't know how far away we are from that, and if it gets that far away, like, if it gets to that point, the, the Jets shouldn't want to win any more games anyway. Because, yeah. But winning seven games does you no good. Yeah. And speaking of that Colin Kaepernick thing, uh, it was rapper J. Cole who shared something on his Instagram. Who knows if it's actually true or not, whatever. Uh, but Colin Kaepernick apparently wrote a letter to the Jets about wanting to be on their practice squad. Honestly, anytime I hear the name Kaepernick, I just tune out right now. I mean, it's no disrespect to him, but the guy hasn't played in seven years. Like, it, I, w- I would feel the same way if I heard the name Tim Tebow. Like, yeah. uh, wh- why do I care about a quarterback that hasn't played in the league in seven years? And that's, like, yeah, it's tough. And I, I'm so, I'm just, I, again, it's no disrespect to him or, or anything. It's just like, think about any cor- any player in the NFL that hasn't played in seven years. Why are they relevant? And would any team sign them? Well, now? and also, okay, said, they're not. Why are we talking about exactly? <laughs> you all say, end of story. <laughs> How'd he do seven years ago? Well, he was one in 10 as a starter in San Francisco. Like, yeah, he sells shoes. That's what he does for a living. Yeah, he sells Ka- Nike. Colin Kaepernick is a uh, is a former NFL quarterback. That's I it. think that's the, that's the place to leave it. That's it. No, <laughs> there's, there's that, that, there's end of story. Well, speaking of Jets quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers in his weekly spot with the Pat McAfee show was pretty. Um, pretty clear that he didn't like what he saw watching the Jets, meaning not the football, which I mean, no 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 one one liked liked that. Yeah. But a couple of altercations, not altercations, but animated discussions on the sidelines. There was Garrett Wilson getting into it with coaches, um, Michael Carter running back, getting into it with running backs coach. Aaron Rodgers doesn't like seeing any of that. Here's what he had to say. Uh, Heated conversations on the sideline and different things. I think we need to hold our poise a little bit better. Across the, uh, really just offensively, you know, we need to uh, uh, to not have some of those things happen on the on the sideline, and and to be a little better, and to be a little uh, uh, just be a little better competitors. You know, we need to understand this is part of it, and it's not always going to be pretty. The most important thing is winning. You saw what happened in Green Bay; they were down seventeen nothing and came back and won that game, an ugly game, eighteen seventeen. Doesn't matter. It's like you win the game. That's the most important thing. However, you got to get it done. So, you know, there's been I think too many little side conversations, and we just need to grow up a little bit um, on offense and 
and lock in and do our jobs, everybody, and not point fingers at each other. And that's everybody, you know. We don't point fingers at the coaching staff. Don't point fingers at each other. Just get back to work and get the job done. Um, you know, it's, it sucks not being there. It's tough. It is really, it's really hard. I miss the guys. I uh, miss the leadership opportunity. miss balling, competing. I feel like, you know, if I was there, uh, some of those, you know, things wouldn't be happening. Not sure we'd be 3-0. and oh. yeah, I don't know that. I'd like to think. Um, there's a possibility of that, but, but it's more the side stuff that's, that's, uh, that I don't like and that I, I want to see us stick together through the tough time. Aaron Rodgers was, listen, Aaron Rodgers was kind of the, uh, the calming force for this yeah. Jets team. And it's I've, natural for everybody to get frustrated. Like they, they, the offense is doing nothing. And again, I go back to this and I, I really think this is true. Their expectations were so high and now they feel like they can't do anything yeah. and it's it's got to be incredibly frustrating. I mean, I, I was I was looking at Garrett Wilson on that the final play, not the final play because the final play was the Hail Mary. So the the final the fourth down play on the drive before that when it was fourth and 10 and Zach Wilson completed a 1-yard pass to the tight end. And Garrett Wilson's on the sideline like after he ran his route and he watches the ball thrown to the tight end for 1 yard, he's jumping up and down like in like frustration being like, you know, Throw me the ball. Throw it. Throw me the ball. At least throw it past the sticks. Yes, because you know what? He beat his man. Yeah. But you have to have a quarterback that's confident in throwing into those tight windows because in the NFL, you only have that fraction of a second where your receiver beats the defender. Zach Wilson's not throwing the ball in those windows. Why is Aaron Rodgers telling us all this stuff? What is – what is like it's he acts like he's like this wise – figure that's saying oh man you got to got to grown up he is like, he did ayahuasca <laughs> you have a cell phone call Hackett. say i want to talk to the team if he actually cares he doesn't this is more uh brand manipulation by aaron Rodgers. pretty sad in my opinion into and out of the darkness <laughs> uh all right elsewhere on the nfl and speaking of the green bay packers who will play on thursday night football to kick off week number four they they're getting healthy Christian Watson might make his season debut for the Packers. Aaron Jones might suit up on Thursday night at home, and that makes them a lot better suited to beat this Detroit Lions team. McKenzie, have we seen any move in the line for Thursday night football? Maybe not as much as you would think. It was a two-point favorite, the Lions, at their high point. Now they're one and a half. Lions favorite on the road still. I, I, I like Green Bay at home, especially if Watson and, and, and Jones play. Think, look at what Jordan Love has done so far to start this season. Like, he's making plays, and he's scoring points without his number one wide receiving option and his number one running back. Yeah. He had three touchdowns against the Bears. Then again, maybe I would yeah. have three touchdowns against the Bears. <laughs> three touchdowns against the Falcons, and then 260 yards and a touchdown against New Orleans without his number one wide receiver. And Aaron Jones, a perennial Pro Bowl running back. I mean, certainly the, the Packers, what they've seen so far through three games, they've got to be feeling good about what they've got in Jordan Love. I mean, it, you're right. The, the competition is, is what it is. But at least Jordan Love hasn't looked like Zach Wilson. And Yeah, uh, speaking of Zach Wilson, that talk of competition made me think. Cowboys were talked about like the best defense in the league. Maybe they weren't. The Jets obviously have trouble with Patri Patriots and Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. As a Jets fan, do you hold out hope? It was just two good defenses. We're actually an average offense. We just haven't shown it yet. It could very well be. Uh, we'll see what they do against the Chiefs on Sunday night um, and then against the Broncos. I mean, think about it. There's there's no 
wh when are they going to get a bad defense? It's probably not <laughs> until they face the Chargers. Yeah, a tough schedule, right? Like yeah. it's Chiefs, Broncos, Eagles, Giants. Well, and, the Broncos are formerly uh, off, yeah, uh, an NFL yeah, football team. Yeah, exactly. And and remember <laughs> all the the shit talk about Nathaniel. Hackett. Oh yeah, right. Week five. So. Yeah. Oh, oh and four, oh and four versus oh and four. That's likely. Oh man, it's gonna be so good. They should, but they should, they should flex that Sunday night football. They should flex that to Sunday night football. Uh, but I, I like the Packers at home on Thursday night. We're gonna get more into this game on tomorrow morning show when we preview the game with uh, Steve Fezzik. But I, I think if if Christian Watson plays, if Aaron Jones plays, this line has to move. I think the Packers are the play as home dogs. I, I don't disagree with you. I, I'm not impressed with the Lions. I. I you know, for uh, they're a two and one team. They've got to win over the Chiefs, which I mean, you can't take anything away from it. But what I've seen from this offense is it's not as good as it was a year ago. Mm -hmm. And if the offense isn't very, very high end, I don't know that this can be a contending type team. And check out the opening line report with RJ Bell and Steve Fezzik. Packers for one side of a tease that Fezzik recommended. Definitely check that out. Ooh. Get the Packers over seven, seven and a half, and then tag it with another partner. What's the other dance partner? I, oh, that's recommended. I'll no, just give it out. I, I know what it is. I know Seahawks. I know, oh, obviously, no, 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 Seahawks. No, 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 you're not going to bet against the you Giants. You know what mine is? What's yours? Dolphins. Hard to see them losing by ten. Yeah, they're two and a half point dogs. Right. Are the Dolphins going to lose by more by a touchdown? Yeah, that's probably a good call. The, the best offense in football. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be a down to the wire game. Yeah, it seems it like a one be. possession game. It should be a good a good game. So yeah, I, I think that's a good partner right there. Boom. Uh, Packers. I almost said Lions. That would have been Freudian <laughs> slip, right? Packers, Dolphins. That is my teaser for week four. Like it. Lock it up. Boom. Take it to the bank, I guess. That's what, you, that's what they say. Cool. Uh, here's a teaser. Uh, sir, we don't accept teasers. This <laughs> is a bank. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Bill Belichick continues to play chess with the rest of the league as the Cowboys now have to prep for a former employee and quarterback Will Greer, now new Patriots quarterback Will Greer, who Brian Schottenheimer says he knows where a lot of the bones are buried. So uh, he says he doesn't hold it against Will uh, for going in and, and spilling the Cowboys' secrets, but this is clearly a little bit of gamesmanship uh, as Will Greer gets signed off the Bengals practice squad onto the Patriots' active roster just 10 days before facing the Cowboys with whom – uh, Will Greer spent two seasons. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that Ezekiel Elliott has a big game against the Dallas Cowboys. Here's what we've seen from Zeke. Seven carries for 29 yards in week one. Five carries for 13 yards in week two. 16 carries for 80 yards in week three against the Jets. Hasn't scored a touchdown yet. I think against his former team, he is going to have probably between 15 to 20 carries, over 100 yards, and he finds his way in the end zone. I disagree completely. Okay. Uh, I, I think the, the, the Cowboys are not threatened by Mac Jones, and, which means they're going to be able to put some extra uh, attention onto mm -hmm. the run game. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that the the I think the Patriots have a really hard time running the football in this game. Well, I'm still going to go over Zeke's rushing total. All right, when when that prop comes out, you the Cardinals 
uh, Cardinals ran over the Cowboys. Yes, so they did. I'm not sure if that makes them exactly. liven up. Yeah. Do you think? Like, do, you, do you think can't happen again? Do you think they were more concerned about Josh Dobbs throwing ability or Mac Jones's throwing ability? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know at this point. And the Cardinals were able, not just with uh, Connor, but remember they put Rondell Moore, the wide receiver, in the backfield, and he rushed for a touchdown. And then Dobbs ran effectively as well. So, yeah, I'm going to go over Zeke rushing total. We'll get more into that though on Friday morning's show uh, for this weekend's outlook. Maybe they're preparing for Will Greer, not uh, Matt Jones. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained, and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it and it's so easy here Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, It's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1. Because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality. And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash SOV. That's drinkag1.com slash SOV. Check it out. As the Major League Baseball season winds down, playoff spots are being clinched each and every day. So here's the standings as we sit right now heading into today, Wednesday's games. The AL East still yet to be determined. Baltimore has a a two-and-a-half game lead on the Tampa Bay Rays. Both teams picked up wins last night. The Orioles, a 1-0 win over the Nationals. And the Rays, despite blowing a big lead against the Red Sox, held on to win 9-7. So they are two and a half games up, the Orioles are, on the Rays. In the West, the Texas Rangers lost last night, upset by the Angels 9-3. The Mariners beat the Astros 6-2. So now Texas is three games up on both Houston and Seattle for the wild card. Right now, it is Toronto 
forget about Tampa is the first wild card. We're not even going to talk about them. Tampa, Baltimore, the, the whoever doesn't win the East is the number one yep. wild card. Toronto is the second wild card. Toronto lost to the Yankees last night, and they were helped by Houston losing. But the Mariners now picked up picked up ground. So Toronto is a game and a half up on Houston for the second wild card, and Seattle is a half game back of Houston for the third wild card. But should Toronto lose another game or two, well, now all of a sudden Houston and Seattle could both be in the mix to potentially get the two and three wild card. I tweeted out last night, watch Toronto blow this thing and just lose the next, like, three three games. It games. could be. I mean, they'd been playing the best of all these teams before before yesterday. So well, they didn't look good against the Yankees. They couldn't hit. They were hitting it double plays. Uh, they ruined a really good outing by uh, Kevin Gosman, and now they have to face Garrett Cole tonight. Mm. And then after this, they have a series against the Tampa Bay Rays, who could go into the final series of the season needing wins, needing wins because the division is still up for grabs. So, like, if the Orioles don't clinch, if the Rays and Orioles keep pace. They're going to go into those final three games within three games, and so they're going to be fighting hard for a division to avoid a wild card. So, Because it's not just the division that they're fighting for. It's the number one seed in the American League, which means home field advantage through the ALCS. Uh, Here's what we're looking at in the National League. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Brewers, who despite the loss last night, Still clinch the NL Central thanks to the Cubs losing to the Atlanta Braves. Boy, my DraftKings dog of the day looked so good yesterday. Justin Steele did what Justin Steele does. And he goes out and he, for the first five innings, looked great. He was shutting the Braves down. The Cubs had a 6 nothing lead going into the sixth inning. That's got to feel good. Feels great. For the DraftKings dog of the day, right? The Braves score three runs in the sixth inning. All right, hey, it's still 6-3. Yeah, you're still okay. It's okay. Acuna homers in the seventh. Now it's 6-5. to five. Now I'm starting to see where this is going. And then... McKenzie, another... I got a feeling the DraftKings dog of the day didn't get there. Then another... Was there a DraftKings hedge of the day? Well, if, <laughs> in you, took, play. if you took the plus a run and a half, you cashed. Okay. Because the Braves win 7-6 to six over Damn. the Cubs. So the Cubs blow a 6-0 lead. They lose. So now the Brewers clinch the division. But how did it affect the Cubs in the wild card standings, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. The Phillies clinched the first wild card. They're in. Arizona won yesterday, coming from behind, beating the White Sox. They are your second wild card. One game up on the Cubs. The Marlins and Mets were rained out. So no ground was lost yet, but Miami is only a half a game back of Chicago for the third wild card. The Reds won yesterday, so Cincinnati is a game and a half back of the Cubs. And the Padres won yesterday, so the Padres still, still mathematically in it. They are four and a half games back, and with the win for the Padres last night, the San Francisco Giants have been eliminated and by the way that tells you how much wiggle room the Padres have as the Padres and Giants have the same record yeah Giants are eliminated Mm -hmm. that means the Padres by this time tomorrow win or lose will be eliminated they're likely eliminated unless the Cubs lose again you never know but the Padres win again you're right you never know 
what's going to happen. All right, so here's what we're looking at for Wednesday, and we do have a doubleheader featuring the Marlins. So let's talk about the games that have the postseason implications. Diamondbacks are at the White Sox. Brandon Vlad is on the mound. Diamondbacks are at minus 175. And the Diamondbacks are like a win or two away from being pretty secure yes. uh, into, into the playoffs. Yes. Uh, the Mets and Marlins will play a doubleheader. Uh, game one should be the same matchup that was supposed to happen yesterday, which is Braxton Garrett against Joey Lucchese. And then uh, game two could feature uh, Kode Senga on the mound for the Mets. So we'll see how the Marlins want to list your pitcher, their pitching situation for that one. The Reds will send Andrew Abbott to the mound against the Guardians. Shane Bieber will go for Cleveland and the Guardians minus 130 favorites over the Cincinnati Reds fighting for the playoffs. The Rays will have Tyler Glass now on the mound as they are in Boston to face the Red Sox and Brian Bellow. Tampa Bay minus 125 with Glass now on the mound. It's like a short number with their, their best yep. pitcher going. And like it was a short number last night with uh, Zach Eflin. Mm -hmm. uh, Grayson Rodriguez starts for the Orioles as they look to extend their lead in the East. Patrick Corbin goes for the Nationals. Baltimore is minus 250. Uh, the Blue Jays will face Garrett Cole uh, and the Yankees. Jose Barrios will counter for Toronto. This is an even minus 110 split both ways. Jamison Tyone starts for the Cubs against the Braves in a game that they should win. Darius Vines is the starting pitcher for the Braves in this one. Atlanta's kind of like, hey, you know, well, we're okay. Uh, Cubs are dogs. Atlanta's minus 160. To me, I got to go with the Cubs again as the DraftKings dog of the day. Like, they need this win. They can't afford to lose. Oh, they probably will lose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Rangers, let's talk about the American League West. The Rangers are minus 170 at the Angels. It's Dane Dunning against Griffin Canning. The Astros are at the Mariners. Houston's minus 125. Framber Valdez on the mound. And uh, Bryce Miller for the Mariners. And the Padres, still looking to stay alive, will send Matt Waldron to the mound against the now-eliminated Giants and Sean Manaya. This is an even spread, minus 110 both ways. What are the odds, McKenzie, now on the American League West uh, to win the division? I would assume the Rangers are still heavily favored. They're three games up. But also on the Astros and Mariners' odds just to make the playoffs. Yeah, the AL West odds are down. They probably say that's a done deal with the Rangers or close mm -hmm. enough to it where they don't want to offer the odds. The Astros are minus 120 to make the playoffs. The Mariners are minus 130. It's interesting. You look at Fangraph's ESPN projections. They have the Astros as 75% chance. Mariners only 25% chance. But the Vegas odds say no. It's about 50-50 for both of them. I, I, I really think the, the winner of the game tomorrow, today is yeah. the, 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 in the driver's seat because it's, it's that close. And if, the, if Fromber Valdez on the mound for the Astros, if they can get a win with him, They've got to feel really good going into their last three games, knowing the Mariners have to deal with the Angels or with the uh, Rangers. Yep. And let me just remind everyone that there is no game 163. I was wrong. So I'm sorry. If there is a tie, there is no, because of the new playoff format in Major League Baseball, there is no game 163. Instead, it goes through the tie breaking oh, scenario, man. which uh, we can literally never have a Giants win the pennant ever again. It first starts with the head to head, and then it goes through a series of tiebreakers so um intradivisional records so it's all that stuff Boo. but there is no game 163 should two teams finish with the same record fighting for a wild card spot 
Make sure you guys head to pregame.com. Take advantage of the incredible offers we have for you on our website. Discounted season-long subscription packages. The NBA season, the NHL season are around the corner. Plus, you can hop on board for a Major League Baseball postseason package. How about that? Regular season ends this weekend, so you don't want to miss that opportunity. And you can take 20% off if you use the promo code WEST20. How the West was won. We don't know. We don't know. Fighting for the spot. I think the Rangers are going to get it, though. Texas wins the West. Isn't it wild to think that, like, a week ago, we thought they were, like, the dead dogs in it? Two weeks ago, yeah, they were done. They were absolutely done. Uh, so, yeah, the West, we'll see how it's won. But you can save 20% at pregame.com using the promo code WEST20. Again, WEST20 at pregame.com. You can use that 20% off a daily best bet package or any season-long subscription package of your choice. For Mackenzie Rivers and A.J. Hoffman, I'm Scott Sadenberg. We are straight out of Vegas. Hey, yeah.